Whole state of Michigan, whole state of Michigan, we don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan. We're from Ohio. We're from Ohio. Welcome to Ash Talk Sports, the greatest show you've never heard of. I am here in Baton Rouge, Death Valley, LSU, Ellis Chapman, my partner in crime, Richie, in Austin, the taco city of the world. How you doing, man? Yeah, beautiful day out here. Sun is shining. Probably hit another hundred degree uh, tops for the day. One hundred two, one hundred one, maybe. But average summer day out here in Austin. Nothing too crazy. So, Richie, I don't know if you heard, man. Football's coming back. I've heard the rumor. Is it true? Uh, it is true. The Caps are still Stanley Cup champs. Yes. That's the one thing that will not change. Capitals are Stanley Cup champions. People, don't forget it. 2017-2018 season. Going on. The NFL, man. Our draft class, man. What do you think of that? You know, I think so far they've been they've done all right. Uh, Saquon Barkley's been playing well. Josh Allen, he, he just got hurt. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes back from that. But I think the biggest, Ellis, this is going to hurt you as well, kind of a, a double whammy, if you will. Yeah, the biggest bad. hurt for this draft class has been your boy Darius Geis, ACL injury in the preseason. He is uh, He's done. Now, here's the thing. Will he be like Ben Simmons, and next year he'll be able to get Rookie of the Year? Is that is that how it works? I don't know. even play a regular season game. How does this NFL compare to the NBA for their Rookie of the Year awards? Maybe, but he also, one thing I like to remember is that the average lifespan of a running back in the NFL is about two to four seasons. It's not going to matter whether you're the rookie of the year or not if you only have two good seasons. I think that's just the nature of the beast with the NFL, man. Just bodies. That's all they really want. Bodies next on bodies up. on bodies. Next man up mentality. And sadly for the Redskins, their other two running backs got hurt this uh, preseason as well. So, hey. Same green looking like our number one right now. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. guys have to make a trade or? No, but honestly, running backs are a dime Plenty of running backs have gone undrafted or unrecognized. Arian Foster, man. There have been plenty of others that I'm not thinking off the top of my head. But like I said, people just want bodies and numbers. So like, I really don't think you need to be a Saquon Barkley or a Darius Geist to be a great running back in the NFL. But I think a lot of your talent in teams come from undrafted free agents, people who haven't been dinged up and played as much as others. You know, I know Johnny Manziel's looking for an NFL gig. Maybe you can put him at running back just to literally get a body in there. Isn't he uh, playing for the Alouettes right now? Some Canadian team. He got traded. His debut, I think he had four picks. He didn't even make it out of the first half. I mean, this guy, I don't know what to tell you. This uh, He's a good athlete, but when it comes to position-specific talents, he doesn't have it. He he lost it. He peaked at A&M, and it's he been a great career, Johnny. Maybe 20. He peaked in his 20, the year after his red shirt. Yeah, because when he hit 21 and could start going to the bars legally, granted he did that before illegally, but now when he could do it legally, it just he went downhill. But, hey, shout out to Johnny, Johnny Football. Come but back. He bring the cocaine into the bar with him. That's when everything went downhill. Yeah, that's, that's when everything kind of collapsed and went off the rocker, as you say, or the wagon. I don't know which one it is. He he jumped off something, that's for sure. He jumped off a moving vehicle. But who what uh, what uh, rookies are you looking forward to seeing this year, Ellis? Or kind of having a, a breakout season? No, man, I really want Darius guys to break all the rules. 
break all the numbers, but that's not going to happen this year. He was looking good. Everyone was giving him hype. Um, everything I was reading out of the Redskins camp was talking about how Geis is – He's had a great mentality. He's been, like, a great performer. Like, he's been all about the D.C. environment. And just damn shame, man. It is. I, I really wish him the best of luck. I would love to see him perform. Now, granted, he'll be in a Redskins uniform on the ugliest jerseys in the league. But regardless, I hope to see him back, you know. Wish nothing but the but, best for that young kid. You know who I really want to see, though, kind of staying on the Redskins, is uh, Deron Payne, that defensive tackle out of Alabama. Ooh. I'm really interested to see how he does on the Redskins' pass rush because that dude is a beast, man. That dude is a big guy, and he is going to – I really hope he sets the precedent on some pass rush for the skin this year because that's a big thing they're lacking. Yeah, that's, that's a big boy, too, out of Alabama. He he can get after the quarterback, no doubt about it. I would I think that's one big thing that the Redskins lacked was some sack pressure. You know they Ryan, I don't even think that Ryan, was that good. He's been playing linebacker. They need that pressure to you know force the uh, secondary to make have the opportunity to make plays because that's a, that's a tough division they're in. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see you know how everything uh, turns out. Well, actually, let's that's a good way to bring this into this. Let's talk. Let's get breakdown divisions, man. Let's start with the NFC East, of all people. So we have the, the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, first questions for the Eagles. When or who starts game one? Carson or Nick? I mean, Nick did just get injured. I'd be surprised if he starts. I think everyone wants Carson Wentz to start. He did just win, Nick did just win a Super Bowl. That yeah. is a big X factor you cannot forget. Yeah, but he, I mean, he also just got injured in the last preseason game. I think it was his shoulder or his ankle. But do we know if Carson Wentz is even back, man? I thought they weren't trying to rush his recovery. Yeah, I didn't think he was coming back to at least week four or three. You know? Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to play it. You know, I, damn, it'll be tough to see who they throw in there. They're probably really hoping that Nick Foles can get healthy and be back to play in week one. But it'll be interesting. You know, they got they lost some talent. Uh, you know, losing LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, that's a good strong running back. But the Eagles, they're still they're still Super Bowl champs. You know, someone's gonna have to prove that they can okay. knock them off. Well, I think the Eagles are the team to beat in this division right now. The Cowboys just lost Dez and Jason Witten this season. And I don't know what's going on with the Zeke show. He's he's either there or he isn't. I don't I'm pretty sure he's gonna be here all season this year. We get a full year of Ezekiel. The New York Giants list of problems go farther than the Redskins right now, which is pitiful. Scary. So Quan Barkley, we'll see how he does, but we'll see. But I pick uh I think the Giants are gonna be fourth in this division. And I think the Redskins and the Cowboys are gonna be a close two or three, probably around like I don't think the Redskins are gonna go between six and ten or eight and eight. I think the Cowboys might go between seven, nine and nine and seven. But I think the Eagles are going to win this division again, sadly. Yeah, this is a very mediocre division. Now, the Giants really have to prove something. I know they picked up uh, the new quarterback for this year and, you know, in the draft, and they're looking forward to that. But, you know, it's uh, they're going to need Saquon Barkley's help. They're going to need Eli Manning to do something. And, I mean, they're going to need Odell Beckham as well to step up. So it'll be very interesting just to see if, if not if, but, you know, who – is the person that steps up on the New York Giants, New York football Giants. Well, let's start. Let's go into our next division. I'm pulling up the NFC South, man. Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. Last year, you had the Vikings beat the uh, Saints 
in a crazy game one in uh, the first round of the playoffs. Carolina and the Falcons both went far. So you had three teams from this division last year going to the playoffs. What do we think's coming out of the South this year, man? I really like the Saints. I think they're a good team. The Falcons will always be there too. But I honestly believe this might be the best division in football right now. Uh, besides the Bucks. But yeah, the Bucks are also dangerous. If Jameis Winston can get his shit together, the uh, crab stealing, uber groping Jameis Winston. Yo, my uh, personal bias, I don't trust Jameis Winston. I don't think he's good. I th- kind of think he's like a Johnny Manziel type. He's small. He's a very small quarterback, and I think he's kind of He's a massive individual. Jameis Winston's a big boy, Alice. I don't think he's that good, man. I, think I, don't, he's all I don't think he's that good either. I think... He kind of he's kind of like Johnny in the sense where he has the physical tools, but mentally he's just not there. I mean, this I is, don't think Tampa has a team around them, man. I just don't think they're an all-around good enough team right now. I don't either. I think they're dangerous. I think if they really, if things go their way, if you know one or two plays work the way that they want them to, and their defense make a few turnovers, I think that they could pull a few upsets. But I think this team will finish last in the NFC South. Um, I think the team to really look out for this division, and I'm going to call right now, I think they're going to go to the NFC Championship at least, is the Atlanta Falcons, man. Wow. Matt Ryan, he's due. He's Matt Ryan, I think we can agree. He's been around for, what, 10, 15 years now? Feels like it. He, at least 10 years. He, he deserves more than what he has right now. That man, I mean, it's the Falcons. They do good every other year. Two years ago, they went to the Super Bowl. Last year, they didn't. This year, they'll be back. And Matt Ryan's done everything for that organization, shy of winning a Super Bowl. He blew that Super Bowl, honestly. But I, I just – I like Matt Ryan, man. I think they've got a solid offense. I think that they can pass the ball very well. And I think the only thing that can really hold them is if their line or their defense, they need a good pass block and they need a good pass rush. And I think that's one thing that's really going to come into uh, play for the Falcons. But I got – them winning this division with, uh, I don't know, the Saints and Panthers are right there. This whole division, you're right, this is the, one of the best divisions in football. Yeah, that, uh, I'll talk about the Panthers right now. I mean, you got Cam Newton kind of coming into his own. He's getting more talent around him. They got a new offensive coordinator, Norb Turner. Boston, great receiver, man. They, there's some dangerous things. Christian McCaffrey coming into his second year. I mean, that, that guy's. They got a tight end, I forget. They got Luke Keekley too. Yeah, Greg Olson. Devin, I'm Funches. Funches sounds like a cheese. Funches, yeah. Funches. I mean, this team has some offensive star power, and like you said, Panthers. I think they could also kind of sneak in there, but it's this is a dangerous division. I think it really depends how they do against each other. You know, they yeah, gotta play think, everyone twice. North Turner is a new face in the offense right now. That's a brand new uh, offensive scheme you got now that Mike Shule is going. Yeah, I, I kind of I like the Panthers. I think they're a good team. But I just think right now it's, you know, you got Drew Olson, that's the guy What's that? Greg Olson, that was the tight end I was thinking of. Yeah, he's a freak. I mean, he's kind of like a Jason Witten. You know, he's been around for a while, and he's just a good veteran leader. Kind of a brawler. This is going to be a tough division. I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Saints to come out as division champs, but I would not be surprised if the Falcons go farther than the Saints in the playoffs just because, I mean – Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and with that rookie, Calvin Ridley out of Alabama. Yeah, Ridley's looking good. I mean, that's that's pretty scary. And they got some good running backs. They got a good team in Atlanta. But NFC South, I mean, look out for these guys. This is a, uh, this is a division that will be around r- running the NFC for a few years to come. 
Well, I want to go north now. Let's talk about the NFC North, man. The Vikings, Packers, the Bears, and the Lions. What you thinking? You know, this is kind of a very interesting division. You know, the Bears, they're a rebuilding team. The Packers still haven't finalized the Aaron Rodgers contract, man. They're still in communication with that. Oh, they're, they're going to get that done. I'm not concerned. Yeah, I, I don't think Aaron won't be a Packer, but they need to get their, fi- their contracts finalized. Yeah, they need to sign that. Cross their T's and dot their I's, as uh, all the teachers What about say. the Vikings, man? This is the team I think is going to win the Super Bowl. They got Kirk Cousins. They have the one thing they've been needing as a franchise for the last 20 years since they got Brett Favre. That was even at his end of the tailgate of his career. They have needed a quarterback. They have finally got their quarterback. They've got a Michigan boy who's kind of local. He's known around there. He has proved himself very consistent. Kirk Cousins is going to lead this team into the Super Bowl. Remember, this is the same team that went to the second round of the playoffs over the Saints last year and then got absolutely shat on in the next round. But this team, like, who is their quarterback? Christian Ponder? Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to go to a Super Bowl with Christian Ponder. Like, what, last year? Yeah. It's Case Keenum. Oh, that's right. That's, thank you, thank you. Case Keenum. I still don't, Case Keenum still isn't good enough. Kirk no. Cousins is. That's the place they. That's the one they needed. And the Minnesota Vikings have Dalvin Cook coming back. That's scary. That and is Mike scary. Zimmer, who's probably the smartest defensive mind in the NFL right now, as their head coach. Yeah. So the Vikings are. I think they're a team that kind of like the Saints or the Falcons. We could see them easily. This in division the is game. Like between the Packers and the Vikings, I don't know where the Lions will be. But this is going to be another hard-fought division, man. And the good thing with the Lions that they have now, this might take a few years, but they got a new head coach coming over from New England in uh, Mr. Patricia, and he's a defensive-minded coach. You know, I don't think the offense was a problem for Matt Stafford, but Matt Patricia, I mean, that's a defensive tough division. Pick up LeGarrette Blount and on Johnson um, in the draft, so they're kind of – if the Packers receivers stay healthy, it's going to be a big thing. Like last year, the big thing setting them short with injuries was for the Packers. Like Jordy went hurt. They had a couple receivers hurt. Their line was banged up. And I think longevity for the Packers is going to be their uh, Achilles tendon. Like They need to stay strong. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Bears do with Mitchell, Mitchell Trubinsky in his second year. You know, Now he kind of knows he's the starter. This is his team to see what they do, but – you know, I think it'll be between the Vikings and the Packers, two great quarterbacks and Kirk Cousins and the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Eric, Ellis, here's a question for you. If the Minnesota Vikings go to the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins, he has a great year, is he now considered one of the top quarterbacks in the league if he's able to do this? If he's able know. to take the Vikings deep in the play in the Super Bowl, it has to be the Super Bowl for me. I don't why know why he's not considered one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. He was the number two statistic quarterback with the goddamn Redskins last year. With like, Terrell Pryor. Like, with Terrell Pryor. Like, Cousins won multiple games last year that his team lost for him. Like, I know that Terrell Pryor dropped a pass. Josh Doxson dropped a touchdown pass that would have won it. Cousins took that team at least 9-7. and seven, But through the own, their own fault of being the Redskins, shot themselves in the foot. I think – I really do think Kirk Cousins is in top – Four in the NFL right now with Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. Sorry, with Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Peyton Manning's um, back? He made a comeback. Oh, uh, Lord. No, Tom Brady and Drew Brees, I think he's 
there might be a couple of Aaron Rodgers too. Like he's a list top tier quarterback in my opinion already. And I yeah. think one thing that really reflects miles, not necessarily about his play is his off field presence, man. Like as a Redskin, like he's very quiet. He doesn't shit on anybody. He does what the coaches tell him to. And he's not shooting his mouth off on Twitter, like saying this and that, like he's very down to earth and he's very, he's a passive motivated guy. Like you see that fire in him, but you also see that calm presence. And I think I got a lot of respect for him clearly. And I really wish him the best, but I think he is top tier already. Yeah, I think, like you said, I mean, the numbers don't lie. Statistically, he's there even with a crappy, awful team, often awful offensive line. And this Vikings team you mentioned earlier, this was kind of their one piece of the puzzle that they needed to move forward to bring them. They were in the playoffs last year to bring them to the promised land of, I was about to say the Stanley Cup, of the uh, NFL championship. Of the Super Bowl, yeah. The Super Bowl. And I think that's what it comes down to is can he mesh with the players? I think like, he's a good – he's a hard worker. All the players respect him. I really hope he does well and he tears up that division. I really do hope he does drop 5,000 yards this year, man. I, I wish wouldn't be surprised with that high-flying offense, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Dalvin Cook. I mean, Dude, yeah, this is, it's going to be serious. That's going to be a nasty combo. So absolutely terrifying. You, I'm picking the Vikings. Who are you picking for this division? I'm going to have to go with the Vikings. You know, don't. I'm not going to be surprised if the Packers can steal it. You know, actually, yeah. you don't know what they. I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings are going to need a year to match. They'll get the wild card. They'll make the playoffs. But Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and prove that he is the best quarterback in the NFL today. Not Brady. Okay. Not anyone else. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL today. Period. Packers okay. win this NFC North division. Take that for data. Man, I'm excited. Football's back. Well, that leaves us only one more bit. One more NFC. Let's go out west. The ever hot Los Angeles Rams last year. The Niners. We have the Cardinals, and we have the Seahawks. I'm just gonna first say this: the Cardinals and the 49ers are not making. It. No, they're um. They have cool uniforms. I'll give them that. I think out of all the divisions, I really like this division's uniforms. The best LA, LA is the team to watch out for, man. If they're running an attack with Todd Gurley can keep up, that Todd Gurley could run for two thousand yards this year. Like and Jared Goff, like I'm not crazy over him, but good enough. I am crazy over Jared Goff. I think he is I think he's gonna be one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league, give it two, three years. Because this is this will be his third year. Last year was the second year. First year, everyone called him a bust. Second year. Proved everyone wrong. And now they're kind of, you know, half halfway in, halfway out, if he's a good quarterback or not. I think this guy is the real deal. Now, granted, I think it helps that he's playing out west, and that's kind of where he's from. So he's used to that warm weather playing conditions. But also, it helps that the NFC West is a crappy division. The Seahawks team that I thought were going to be the next New England Patriots, I thought they were going to be a dynasty in the making. Done. I was pissed, to be honest. I was like, damn it, here we go. Another team that's going to be in the Super Bowl year after year. And then Marshawn Lynch leaves. Cam Chancellor just retired. Richard Sherman, he's gone. They lost a few big-name receivers. I mean, and then you hear – The Seahawks are crumbling. I think there's still a team that could fight for the wild card, but I don't see them winning this division at all. I think that they're going to almost have to do a complete rebuild – they need a clean house. You know, here, here's another thought for you, Ellis. Do you think Pete Carroll is a toxic, creates a toxic environment? Yes. 
I think what he did to USC should put him in jail, man. With the whole like Reggie Bush stuff like a few years ago, like he saw that stuff going downhill. He hightailed it out, got out of Dodge, and the very next season, there is a five-year ban put on USC. That is just deplorable. He he knew what was going on. He got out before he got in trouble. Yeah. That is deplorable. He is. I don't like the kind of like uh, negative imagery put with like Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman a few years ago. Like he condoned like their uh, outlandish like Twitter rants and everything. I love Richard Sherman. Love what he's all about, but not necessarily sure. Like as a coach, like if you allow that kind of behavior, you're letting the dogs keep you up all night. You're not putting a muzzle on him. I I don't like I don't like uh, Pete Carroll. He he, cre- I, he he creates a toxic environment. I'm right there with you. I think ever since that USC stuff. Yeah, that's kind of you know rubbed me the wrong way of how this guy knew what was going on and he was just there. He was I mean he was at USC just to create you know that few years of winning and he was like all right I'm gone I'm gonna get paid. I don't want to deal with the shit that I created that I let happen. And now you, someone else is going to have to pay for my mistakes. I think that was awful. And you couldn't do anything to him. As a coach, as players, you know, when you were NCAA players and you still moved on to NFL, you could do things uh, to punish them. As the head coach of the USC Trojans, when he left to go to NFL, NCAA could do nothing to him. Yeah. Nothing. And I think, I mean, it's just, it's awful what he did. And I think he creates that same environment. I think at the beginning, he, you know, he creates a, a mentality of he really likes the players, he supports what they do, but like but after a while, those dogs just run loose. I mean, you can't stop the craziness that happens in that locker room in that team. And I mean, if Richard Sherman wants to get the hell out of there, when I think he's the one of the smartest players in the NFL, something's wrong. Nothing but respect for the yeah. for Sherman or Ken Chancellor or any of the players, man. But I think it's really just a top down. Yeah. And I mean, you do have Russell Wilson, who is Love arguably Russell. one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Arguably, I'd say top five quarterback. Um, but he just needs help. You know, he's a good, hardworking guy. But sure. we, we saw this with Kirk Cousins in DC. You need a supporting cast. NFL is one of those games where you cannot win by yourself. This isn't players, basketball. Too much to solo, right? You have to have both sides of the ball, and you have to have more than one person doing everything like, in football. That's the like, beauty of it. Like with L.A., we see Todd Gurley having like 1,800 yards or so last year. You know what that says to me? That's a hell of an offensive line. We give respect to Gurley, but you're right. It's the supporting cast that really – that's just football. Like you need that I mean, team. And the Rams defense, you got Aaron Donald, who's the NFC Defensive Player of the Year. That's huge on the D-line. And uh, linebackers and cornerbacks kind of blanking on their names right now. But this Rams team is legit, and they will win this division. I would not be surprised if they go to the NFC Championship game. But this is this is the Rams division to lose. I don't even think – I don't even know if the Seahawks can get a wild card. They might come close. There might be a game or two out. But the Rams are going to take this division and just run with it. It's not even going to be close, in my in my opinion. I don't see them going to the championship, but I see the Rams going to at least the second round. All right, so now we finished the NFC, Ellis. Who's who's your NFC championship pick? Minnesota Vikings. Championship game, I should say. Minnesota Vikings, who are they going to play? Um, Looking back, Falcons. I got the Vikings beating the Falcons. Okay, Vikings versus the Falcons. Pretty solid pick. Yeah, I'm kind of going on a limb here. I'm going to say the Rams are going to come out. They're going to make the NFC championship. 
and it'll be interesting. I believe two factors. If Carson Wentz can come back and play healthy and, and be at a high caliber, I think the Eagles go back to NFC Championship game. But if he doesn't, if he's you know slowing his recovery or whatnot, I believe it's going to be the Saints. So I'm going to pick right now, just going off what the rosters have on them right now, I'm going to pick the Rams versus the Saints in the NFC Championship. LaBreziana. Yeah. Breezes, king of the Drews. Now let's head to over back to the East Coast. Now AFC. arguably AFC East, my friends. Jets, Patriots, Bills, Dolphins. I wonder who will win. Do we even is this do we even need to waste our breath on this? Should we discuss anything? Right. <laughs> uh, we really don't. Like everybody sucks. Patriots are gonna go to the championship on to the south. As long I mean, as Here's my final thought. As long as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are on the same team, the Patriots will win this division. It's been real. Good luck, everyone. Don't get hurt. Pats here's, win this division. Here's the question. Who's number two? Oof. I believe it might be the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah. The Miami I, Dolphins. <laughs> um, Interesting. I think the Bills, the Bills and Jets both have rookie quarterbacks right now, and they're kind of working on them. The Dolphins quarterback – uh, dynamics kind of the most interesting so in the league. Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler. Dude, Alex. And Tannehill tore his knee last year. I wouldn't pick either of those guys to be on my flag football team. Those Even guys, the winner, yeah. They are bad. I mean, granted, they're probably better quarterbacks than I am, but they are bad NFL quarterbacks, my man. All right, let's just skip this division. This division <laughs> sucks. I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> AFC East. Let's go to the South. Your division, Tennessee Titans, the Colts, Houston Texans, and the Jags. I'm going to call right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win this division. Blake Bortles, man. Watch out. Leonard Fournette, the LSU man himself. Yo, I've always had a good spot for the Jags, but this is their division right now. Unless Andrew Luck can make a comeback, like, I don't see. Marcus Mary Broda, maybe. This is kind of a trash division, too, in my opinion. I think this division has the most potential out of any division to have a sleeper <laughs> team go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because they're all mediocre. But like, hear me out. The Titans with Marcus, my man Marcus uh, Mariota, Bro, 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 Mariota, whatever the fuck you call Mary him. Mary Broda. Mary Broda, thank you. <laughs> He's getting some weapons around him. He's got a good offensive line. They're giving all of their faith in Derrick Henry, yeah. who I think could be one of the greatest running backs in the NFL. I think the one of the greatest. The man's a freak. Now, the Colts have Andrew Luck coming back healthy. I've seen pictures of Andrew Luck this offseason. He looks scary. He looks That's like he could run a over idea. a truck. And the Texans have Deshaun Watson coming back. Ellis, when he was healthy, I thought that team was going to go to the Super Bowl. And you know who the Texans also signed this offseason, right? Who? Honey Badger, Tyran Matthew, baby. Yeah, so, I mean, dude, it's going to be a party in H-Town. And the Jaguars, I mean, they were plays away from going to the Super Bowl last year against the Pats. That was a hell of a championship game, man. Like, that Colts – sorry, that Patriots-Jags game, was that was a great game. I mean, they got one of the best secondaries in the league. Jalen Ramsey's arguably one of the best corners in the league right now. So I think this division's it's kind of scary. I really don't know who's going to win. You know, I want to say the Titans just because they're my team, but if I had to put money on it, I might pick the Texans, dude. Deshaun Watson, when when wow. he was playing, he, when he was playing, him and DeAndre Hopkins was abs- were absolutely terrifying to watch. 
absolutely terrifying. And I think, you know, that's going to be a huge factor if everyone comes. See, that's the thing with Texans. J.J. Watt was or someone who was out as well with injury. If the Houston Texans can stay healthy, they can make a run at the AFC Championship. Absolutely. Interesting, man. I think the Titans and the Jaguars will battle it out for second. Uh, to make, I think whoever wins that will also get the wild card. I think we're going to see the Texans and Deshaun Watson do some crazy things. Now, Jalen Ramsey, he also made some comments about quarterbacks in the league, who is trash, who is good, and he said that Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson are the real deal. I think that he was right. I think Deshaun Watson can do some crazy things. If he if he's healthy, that's another crazy thing. If he is healthy, if he's at full stamina, Houston wins. If not, I think Jacksonville is going to take it, and Tennessee could be a game behind them. Tennessee and Jacksonville have always been like a game or two behind each other, always for the past few seasons. I think, but I think this is Houston's division to win. I'm going to pick the Titans to get the wild card, and Jags are going to miss out just because Blake Bortles. Uh, the Jags will get the wild card. Oh no, no wild no. card. No, Titans are going to get the wild card. Jags might get the other wild card, but you know they are—they don't look too good. With Blake Bortles, I just don't have faith in that man. I have to disagree, man. Blake Bortles kind of surprised me last year. I was—it's really the running game from Jacksonville that's got me impressed, man. Leonard Fournette is a beast. I don't know. I—I I think this is because Jacksonville got a nickname last year, man. I don't know if you heard this, but Saxonville. That defense from Jacksonville was literally what kept him in the contention the entire year. They had one of the highest sacks uh, defenses in the country. They also had a really low points per game last year, man. If the Jaguars' D can stick it up, I'm going to stick with them. However, that said, that number two spot is up for grabs because Marcus Mariota did so show some signs of promise at the end of last year. Like you said, Houston Texans are going to – if Deshaun Watson is as good as everybody hopes, that'll be dangerous. I'm not going to count the Colts out, man. We have seen ever since Peyton Manning's last season with the Colts, when he got hurt with that neck, neck injury, they were an AFC championship caliber team. And when that one man got hurt, he died. But when Andrew Luck came back for the next two seasons, what happened from that one position getting refilled? They became incredible again. As soon as uh, Andrew Luck got hurt, what happened to them again? Down. They came. I'm not going to count the Colts out, man, if Andrew Luck does show up this year. Yeah, I mean, this is this pretend, this division could go anyway. You know, it'll be scary. A lot of people are coming off injury. It'll be very interesting to watch how it unfolds. But if my pick, if everyone's at full-blown healthy speed, I think Houston is going to be the team to beat in the AFC South. I hate to say it. I really hate to say it because that's my Titans. But the Sean doesn't get hurt, Jaguars are going to win this again i think hey second year running back slump watch out for it boys watch out jaguars might have been one and done in the afc south watch out all right moving on let's go to the north Bengals, browns steelers ravens man browns suck the ravens suck the Bengals suck less steelers are gonna win is that about it uh all the only thing i gotta say about the ravens is they made some big pickups uh, offensively with michael crabtree and RG3 and then Lamar Jackson's quarterback. I, I wouldn't sleep on the Ravens. You know, I think that one of the biggest things that's helping them out is they have the best kicker in the NFL and Justin Tucker. That's like guaranteed points from 70 yards out, for God's sakes. But the Pittsburghs, it's going to come down to, I mean, Alice, this is all we've known in our lifetime, the Ravens and the Steelers. Who's going to win AFC North? You know, that's, that's going to be the battle. I'm picking the Steelers to win. Big Ben and Antonio Brown. Yeah, I think – Steelers. And who the hell is that running back? This is drawing a blank for me. The Steelers running back. Bell. 
Le'Veon Bell. I mean, that's terrifying. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna. I hear you. Maybe the Ra- I don't think the Ravens are there. I, I disagree. Pittsburgh's their offense is too good right now. Pittsburgh's just not. They haven't gotten bad. Why would they start being bad now? I don't see the rest of the division being able to pick up the slack either. Yeah, so short division. Mike Tomlin's incredible. He's a great coach. I like Mike Tomlin a lot. On to our last division. AFC West. Another kind of crazy division. Good quarterbacks. We've got two new quarterbacks showing the show. The Chiefs are going to have putting all their chips, all their marbles, the kids say on the block, and Pat Mahomes. And then the Raiders with Derek Carr, Chargers have Phillip Rivers, and the Broncos with Case Keenum. I don't, I don't know, Ellis. This is, this is. I, I honestly don't know who's going to win this division. Raiders really shocked me last year and how god awful they were. Chargers <laughs> are a mediocre team. The Broncos, I don't know. I think the Broncos are almost in a rebuilding phase. I don't think Case Keenum is going to really push them over the edge. I think he's just a placeholder. But if Pat Mahomes. If he's what they're saying he is out in Kansas City, look out for Kansas City. But right now, I mean, I'm going to have to pick the Raiders just because they got the best coach in the league in John Gruden. Gruden <laughs> grinder. Wait, you were serious? Gruden grinder. Yeah, it's, whatever. It's a dry, dry sense of humor, Ellis. Yeah, I, I was like, you have to be kidding. <laughs> Dude, in my opinion, John Gruden is the biggest puppet of an NFL coach in the entire NFL. <laughs> All he does is just uh, – I think he's just really good in front of the camera, and that is his biggest strength. He's got a very personable face, and people like – he like tries to get very personal with you. Like, he tries to relate very well, and he's very good at that. I do not see him as a football coach. I heard a rumor. I had a rumor that John Gruden was showing his team film from the 1980s. So, so that's like a completely different game of football. The everything's different. I wouldn't say that, man. Like, if you want to like show like how a a formation started in the 80s and like show how a team was running it, honestly, I don't have any problem with that, man. I think the NFL is kind of like the NBA today. It's just almost – it's about points. It's about every, every major scoring organization is now. Yeah, but back then, dude, I feel like – I don't know. I feel like it was mainly defensive made, and now it's just like, all right, who can score 40 or 50 points first? Well, I think a lot of it has come from like pers- roughing – like personal foul calls, roughing the passers, you know, pass interferences, like – I feel like defenses just don't have the chances to make big hits like they used to. And I think that's really opened up this game now to just scoring fests. Yeah. I think it's like, it is kind of like the NBA. You're right. Like just get buckets, like just get points on the board. That's why the Patriots win. You never, you don't really talk about the Patriots defense being incredible, man. We talk about the Patriots offense. We talk about Tom Brady throwing four or five touchdowns a game. That's why they're winning. Past two Super Bowls, the winners have had 40 or more points. Uh, you know, I mean, it was like a 40 to 38, 41 to 30, you know, five game. Games are scored higher than they ever have in the entire league. Yep. It's, I mean, there's a reason for it. It's like you said, you know, it's just, it's all about getting buckets. Like, dude, honestly, it's not just this sport. So take basketball, just get buckets. We're now talking about football. Now, baseball is not, baseball is kind of a, uh, still not like that, man. Because yeah. you have lots of, that's like a manager's battle at times with some pitching. 
I mean, I'll argue that there's definitely been more home runs in baseball than ever before, but I think it's because more people are taking low-key steroids than ever before. But, hey, you know, that's a whole different bunny hole we could go down. Dude, I think the NHL is scoring more goals than they ever have before. That's that's definitely true, 100%. And now, this is very random, but the Indian Premier League out of India, do you know what the number one sport in India is? Cricket? Cricket. Now, listen to this. Cricket used to be a game of attrition for a bunch of old white men in England. And it was like a six-game six bout. But ever since the IPL came out in 2012 or 2013, initially there was about $1.2 billion invested in it in 2012. In 2014, there was $2.6 billion invested in it. So and like the way okay. that they call these games 2020s, like the point of the entire thing is just slug matches, man. See how many grand slams or home runs you can hit in a set amount of time, and it's like it's essentially a home run derby, is what it's, cricket's kind of becoming. Yeah, that's the so, name of the game is get buckets. And so, I think that's a worldwide thing. Sorry, like I think it's that's my point though is like it's not just here in America. I can't really say for certain with soccer. Do you think soccer's scoring more goals? No, soccer's the same. <laughs> okay. Well, I think a lot of your major money sports though, like. It's a lot of it's becoming keep the fans interested because people aren't interested in defensive battles. Let's be real. Sometimes a zero to three football game sucks. Sometimes, all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think that's a big motivator in the just score points kind of mindset. Back to the AFC West, though. I think that the Chiefs are going to win if they can run the ball well enough. I like Andy Reid. Um, this division is just interesting. Isn't it just interesting? Yeah. I don't really have faith in the Broncos this year. John Gruden's a puppet. I don't have faith in the Raiders. I'm picking the Raiders because they got Derek Carr. That dude is a beast. I think he comes back. You know, he signed a big contract last year. Might have gotten a little lightheaded. Might have done a little more cocaine than he intended to. But, hey, you know, it is Las Vegas. I know they, they're uh, in Vegas yet. It is out west, California or Nevada, wherever the hell they are. Chargers should be yeah. great, man, but – Interesting. I think the Raiders take this division, but the Chiefs uh, don't count the Chiefs out. You know, I think if Pat Mahomes is doing what everyone thinks or the Chiefs organization thinks, then they can make a run. But I think the John Gruden's going to come back and in his first year win the division. The Chargers should have a great team, but the Char- I just I've seen the Chargers shoot themselves in the foot too much. Yeah, such a mediocre team, like. 500, maybe two games above 500. I mean, that's 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 it. They're not doing anything well, better. Rivers came out and Melvin Gordon should be great, but I I never they always shoot themselves in the foot. Philip Rivers ever he always has, man. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. He just he's weird, dude. He's weird, man. NC State guy. Those people are weird. All right, so who's your AFC Championship game pick? AFC Championship game pick. I'll go first. Just to make it easy for you, Ellis, the New England Patriots. And then next, I think, again, it comes down to being healthy, but I think it'll be the Texans if Deshaun Watson is healthy, or it'll be the Steelers. Um, I really would love to see New England versus Houston in the AFC Championship game, but if I had to put money on it, I'd pick the Pats versus the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. Kind of traditional, but, hey, I mean, who else can stop them right now? You know, I'm kind of thinking right along your lines. I think it's going to be the, P- the Patriots or Steelers are going to be one of the two, one of the teams for sure. And then it's just like whoever does good this season, man. Like you know how like some years like some teams will just do great and it'll blow your mind. 
and like like last year the Jaguars. I don't think they're going to go back to the AFC Championship, but like, I think you could have a team like that, your underdog team. You'll have the Steelers and Patriots first one underdog, whether it's the Chargers or the Texans or two or three other teams, really. So now here's a big question: Who's your who's your Super Bowl game pick based on your AFC NFC Championship picks? Who do you got in the Super Bowl? Vikings beat Patriots. Ooh, wow. Ooh, wow. Got a lot of – maybe I'm giving them the kiss of death, but I've got a lot of faith in the Vikings right now. I really think that Kirk Cousins pick would solidify them, man. I think we're going to see a repeat of the Saints versus the Patriots. All right. Who's going to win? God damn it. When did we ever have the Saints versus Patriots? Oh, yeah, the Saints versus Eagles, I think. No, they're in the same division. Saints and the Eagles? Saints versus Colts. Saints versus Colts, that's who it was. Uh, but I think it'll be the – you know what? I really like the Saints. I think Drew Brees has got going on. I'm, I think right now the Saints are my Super Bowl pick. New Orleans Saints, boys. New Orleans Saints. If you ever been to New Orleans, it's a lovely city, guys. Highly recommend it. Spend a week there one night. Bourbon's a fun town. Go see the court. I drove through there. It's a great town. You're really a small city, man, relatively to like compared to big cities. It's just a party city. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. You get only a half a million people, but like it gets like 20 or 30 million visitors every year. But before we close out, I'd like to give a huge shout out to Alexander Ovechkin creating another, uh, fun- or not yeah, another, but a, a phenomenal movie. Yeah, Sergey Alexandrov Ovechkin. Now that in the NHL someday and will be in the uh, Olympics. I hope he I hope he baptizes his child in the Stanley Cup. I bet they'll find a way. I'm pretty sure, like, I've heard, like, like, have you heard, like, the story of the cup watcher and, like, what he's seen? Like, it's going to strip clubs. It's gone. It's baptized children. It's been drank out of plenty. The st- the things the Stanley Cup has seen. <laughs> Some of them are probably unthinkable or un- unspeakable. But, yeah, they that Stanley Cup has seen more than its fair share. Because that's the one trophy. Again, I think it's the greatest trophy ever in the history of sports, period. But it's the one trophy that like teams don't get to keep. They don't make duplicates. Every team gets it for a season, and then hey, we take it back. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it. It's not like the Lombardi or the NBA Finals trophy or the World Series where hey, this is yours to keep, and we're going to make a new one. No, there's only one Stanley there's Cup. Only one Lord Stanley's Cup. But hey, gotta love it. So this is our uh, football show again. You know, we apologize for the lack of episodes this summer. Was there was a big funding dispute from ESPN? Then Fox Sports wanted to buy us out. No, we still never got our royalty check. What the fuck? Yeah. So you know, we're kind of doing this under the radar. But hey, you know, we got a lot of requests from people that we, we they wanted to hear another show. So hey, here we'll it is. Here's the football, football show. We had to bring bring it back with football. But hey, these issues will get resolved. And we will get our money, damn it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we leave you with this parting song. Peace.